welcome back to the Country Intelligence Report. On the podcast, we explore big ideas, discuss the latest headlines from the worlds of international affairs and consulting. We're excited to have you join us on this incredible journey as we delve into a myriad of fascinating topics and provide impactful insights. Stay tuned as we take you around the globe. Welcome back to the Country Intel Report podcasts. We are your hosts, Krista Campbell and Spencer Bentley. On today's episode, we are going to chat about the impact good leadership has on its employees. You know, Spencer, good leadership is known to help achieve its goals and maximize efficiency. However, they have a profound influence on employees. You know, in prior episodes, we've chatted about team building and resolving conflict, which good leaders can help with. However, there are other benefits from having good leadership. Employees are learning from leaders behaviors, positive or negative, and it does impact the relationship that they have on the company. Very true. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I look for um, in, in determining the health and the well-being of a company overall is the sort of position and the, the I guess, integrity of their leadership. Uh, you can tell a lot about um, company culture, um, you know the the trajectory of the company, um, the the long term implications of the company's survival and health, just by looking at the leadership structure and how that leadership structure interacts with uh, the teammates and subordinates. You know the idea of values for a company come directly from leadership, and values play a huge role in overall morale, overall motivation, and, you know, positive values do trickle down. And good leadership skills like decisiveness, integrity, honesty, all of those things help shape the overall identity of a company. Absolutely. And especially with younger employees that are straight out of college, they have no um, corporate experience at all. So they're learning those values they're observing from their, you know, the leaders are their mentors. So that can nurture good habits or bad and ideas that will help them mature and become valuable members of a team and long-term business. That's really true. Um, especially when you're, when you're young, um, you know, your, your leadership um, in, in the companies that you work for, they, they leave a real impression upon you. Um, you know, I personally have gotten a lot of my, leadership style um, from various people that I've worked under through the years, uh, you know, their their approach to problem solving, um, their approach to team building, their approach to just uh, communication and, and, you know, employing use of different tools like, like empathy or assertiveness. Uh, all of those things really do matter. Uh, they matter to the team uh, in general, but especially on younger junior employees, um, you know, good habits, bad habits, those can really sink in and they're usually coming from a leadership position. Um, and, you know, we spoke about like morale and motivation, you know, uh, that is definitely a top down phenomenon in a organization. Um, you can always tell when morale is low because 
there will be some sort of rift between leadership and the team. And, you know, dictating that is one of the most important and consequential aspects of leadership, being able to set the tone, being able to keep your team invested and motivated and, you know, ready to give their all is one of the hallmarks of good leadership. And uh, it really can have a, a, a tangible impact. 100%. I can speak from experience. I've worked in companies that I've had really good leadership and really poor leadership. And I will tell you personally, it's impacted me. It's impacted my morale. It makes me ready to start sending my resume out because if you're constantly being torn down by your leadership, you feel at any moment someone could replace you because it's just, it impacts you overall, your happiness, your connection with the company, where you feel you fit in, you feel very replaceable. And it it's not going to create an environment and a culture that you want to stay in. Yeah. I mean that you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, morale is, is one of those things where it, it really is the, the glue that holds your team together. And, you know, I think that every leader could put themselves in the position of their teammates and understand that, you know, the the actions and the approach that leadership takes to problem solving has a real impact and um, it directly impacts um, you know the motivation of your team and and the buy-in that you get from them and you know if you have a, a situation where the leadership is not uh, you know putting themselves in a position to empower their employees and um, you know, get their employees to give 100%, uh, you know, that that morale, that cohesion really deteriorates over time. And, um, you know, it, it really is a situation where you can have the best working conditions in the world, but if your team isn't invested, then, you know, they don't view that opportunity as something that they're going to be committed to long term. So, you really have to work on that. And and I think the the issue now, especially with those sort of work from home phenomenon that we have is morale is playing a, a, a larger role than ever. Um, since we don't have those face-to-face interactions, it's paramount that leadership has some way to sort of rally the troops and keep everyone on the same page and sort of singing from the same sheet of music as they say. Uh, These trends with the younger workers switching jobs and um, just the natural flow of turnover, all of those things um, are, I guess, symptoms of a, a larger issue within the economy, but they can be mitigated on a company and team level by ensuring that morale is high, by ensuring that teammates feel valued and, you know, just going that extra mile as a leader to get that buy-in from your team. Absolutely. And, you know, to speak to that, it's about engagement. And I also want to talk about my experience with it. I can't speak enough about the company we work for. Country Intel has been one of the best companies that I've been at. And I mean, our leadership is incredible. He keeps us engaged. 
we know that he cares our our you know our supervisor cares he's a great person that and i personally like i said i i love working for him so having that connection feeling like you can approach your boss if you have an issue or keeping your employees engaged there's just not enough that i can say about that will really keep your team connected to the company, again, feeling like they fit in and they don't want to go anywhere. When you have a good team that has cohesion, enjoys speaking with one another, they'll look forward to that once in a, I guess, once every six month in-person meeting that we have (laughs) because you get to meet the people you haven't ever, you've never met face to face. All you've done is the video calls. So, you know, when you have those, it's very exciting to go in and actually have that, that FaceTime. Yeah. And, you know, going back to an earlier point that you made about sort of engagement and, and keeping your, your, your teammates and your, your staff as a leader really engaged and, and invested in the vision is always um, one of the, I think, main responsibilities of leadership. But now, especially that we have an economy where it's really an employee's economy, um, you know, there at this point, I believe there are more jobs than than skilled workers on the market. Keeping that um, sense of uh, camaraderie and, and uh, you know, a positive work environment and ensuring that your team is in a healthy place in terms of having their needs met, having their professional aspirations addressed and catered to, all of those things help. And all of those things make the difference between, you know, you having a a staff that can really take your company to the next level, or you having a staff that's sort of treading water, which is often the case when you see these structures of leadership that have broken communication pathways or have um, you know outsized egos making the decisions and things like that. And you know, I, I think that we've both had the the negative of that experience, and we're both fortunate enough to be on the other side of the spectrum with the country intelligence group right now. Um, but it really does play a huge role um, in in overall happiness and. You know, having been on the other side of it, I can see much clearer now that I really in the past have only left a situation because um, there were either, you know, uh, circumstances out of my control or the leadership. There was a failure, some sort of fundamental failure on the leadership side that made staying with the organization just untenable. So um, it, it really is uh, really important that leaders that are trying to have a real impact and you know build a team that's going to be long lasting focus on morale focus on motivation focus on investing into your teammates and having them invest into the vision and you will see uh that the sky's the limit i think absolutely and i mean to add to that point you know having good leadership with good communication will increase the trust. As we, you know, I mentioned before that bad leadership, you're going to have stress if you're constantly being torn down. By having a leader that is open, gives you full transparency, full disclosure into things. If, if you know, there might be some issue with something going on and the 
your leader address addresses it before the rumor mill starts, you feel as though that you have some peace in it at least. And that again is going to increase the connection and with increased trust, you're going to stay for the long haul. Yeah. Trust is, is one of those things where, um, what is the old saying? It it takes you know years to build and and seconds to destroy. In an instant, really, it can be destroyed. And trust from a leadership perspective, building trust is such a a, a tricky thing because you know you have to you have to find a way to connect uh, on a personal level with with the people that you work with, while also maintaining the sort of uh, authority and the objectivity of the organization. And, you know, I I think that trust is one of those things that skilled leaders have sort of an an intuition on how to navigate. It's not something that can be sort of a by the numbers approach Um, to foster trust on an individual level really takes getting to know the person and understanding their expectations and how to navigate their expectations in a way that benefits your relationship with them and benefits the company as a whole. Um, while there aren't any sort of color by numbers approaches, I think one of the overarching techniques or approaches that leadership can utilize is just transparency and uh, encouraging open communication being forthcoming with any issues or uh, objections or you know difficult circumstances that the company may have to go through being fully transparent allows your team to feel like they're one respected um you know you're not pulling the wool over their eyes and and you trust them to make informed educated decisions on on situations and it also really helps build a sense of sort of open communication um it builds a a feeling that they can trust you (laughs) you know when you're transparent and you tell them and you're 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 completely you know sort of as forthcoming as you can be from a employee point of view it it helps build that bridge it helps them buy in it helps them feel like they can help solve the problem um and another thing it does also is it it encourages them to offer solutions that you may not have thought of as a leader so uh transparency in the work environment is 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 really i think crucial and and the things that come out of that are only really just beneficial towards uh, building a more cohesive and and productive team. Absolutely. And you mentioned, I think we both mentioned actually better communication. Policies or having a like an open door policy or closed door policy can definitely impact the communication with employees. They might feel uninformed. Again, goes back to transparency. Um, if they feel uneasy about a situation, just talking with them, treating employees as though they they matter with kindness, respect, appreciation, being supportive. And, you know, you mentioned kind of getting to know the team member. 
showing a gen genuine interest in others so that way they know when something is going on they're able to speak with them or notice that they're having a bad day and be compassionate it, it just builds again that goes back to trust and transparency and forging good communication skills yeah communication is is a lifelong um, learning process i think for everyone in general but when you throw in the dynamic of communication from a leadership level, I think it just becomes that more, much more nuanced and important. Um, you know, for myself as as a leader with, say, our marketing efforts with the company, one of the things that I'm always trying to do is encourage open communication among the team and ensure that everyone has a sense that their voice is not just heard but valued and and. Um, there are actions behind their what they value. You know, I, I want people to feel like they're contributing in a manner that, you know, uh, keeps them interested, keeps them in, engaged, um, you know, is helping them work towards their overall goals that may not even have to do with where they're at right now. Um, it's, it's, I think, in my opinion, uh, communication is is the most important thing for just maintaining a uh, a functional environment um, and you really get to learn a, a lot about the desires and the the motivations of your team when you actively try to foster that open and and honest and uh, unguarded communication among your team Yes, you mentioned unguarded. That that goes back to, in my opinion, just being authentic, being a genuine person. You can tell when you have someone that is kind of just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. But if you, if as a leader and as a team member, you truly try to be genuine and be all in in the workplace, give your, you know, your full effort, you will have a good cohesive environment with team members that have all those fundamentals, the communication, the high morale, the transparency that you're really looking for. And also another thing is for leaders to keep their company objectives clear so that employees can see where they fit in overall in the vision and the workplace. Yeah, yeah, the company ob objectives um, I think it's it's one of those things where it's it's very um, it, it's very it's like an esoteric thing. Um, it, it can it can mean something uh, a lot to some people and, and nothing at all to others, uh, depending on the company you work for, the industry that you're in. Um, but company objectives really help define the expectations of the company, and it also helps your team understand where they fit in the overall vision um you know it it helps sort of give everyone a clear sense of responsibility and duty it helps set this the tone um for the interactions and the overall culture of your company um and it really helps employees feel like they are connecting with the company on on a deeper level, um, it gives them a sense of uh, you know the company's identity, and it helps them 
build that sort of emotional connection that makes them want to improve things within the company instead of, say, you know, becoming disillusioned at the first sign of adversity and moving on. You know, if you have a strong sense of who the company is, what they stand for, uh, where what their plans are, you know, who, where they want to position themselves in the market, all of those uh, sort of intangible things help to piece together uh, a, a more fully formed understanding of the company. And especially for employees that have options or say employees, uh, like we said earlier, on the more junior side of the experience scale that are looking for something uh, that has some sort of emotional resonance. They're looking to, uh, you know, connect themselves to a company's brand that really speaks to them. You know, having those objectives very clear can really foster that sort of adoption on a deeper level. Absolutely. And it's, I think everyone wants to feel like they're a part of something bigger and being in line with the company that you work for, with their objectives, their vision, really is going to help the employee slash team member feel like they have something positive to contribute and they you can actually see it. I don't think there's many people that don't want to contribute something or feel like what I'm doing is just for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it really depends on the employee, but I think, like you said, the majority of us want to feel like we're we're a part of the greater good, um, and having those clear objects objectives, pardon me, uh, really really does help uh, fill in those blanks when you're deciding what your long term goals are and what your 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 larger aspirations within the company are. Um, and you know, I guess this this is sort of an overall uh, sort of a catch all idea. But, you know, when you put together the idea of strong company objectives, uh, a strong sense of motivation and morality, um, open and and uh, positive sort of stage for communication, then all of those issues help mitigate some of the, like, say, natural occurrences of office politics, right? It helps tamp down any negative feelings that could uh, sort of eat your organization from the inside out. You know, it's it's almost impossible to avoid all drama and politics in the office, but when an organization has a strong sense of itself and when your leadership is in a position um, where they're respected and there's that sense of camaraderie and buy-in from your team, then you can really help keep those sort of office politics and and you know unavoidable drama to a minimum you can't all you can you can never erase it but it goes a long way to making it basically um uh non-effective uh in the in the workplace you hit the nail on the head uh, i feel like positive people are attracted to other positive people and when you have a leader that's exhibiting a behavior of positive communication, not playing into the the rumor mill and the drama, I think employees will fall right in line with that. They want to they want to be a part of that positive. And they again, it 
that builds trust, not speaking negatively about your peers. That's true. Yeah, um, it, it really does have sort of an add-on effect. Um, positive positivity, rather, begets positivity, and negativity begets negativity. Um, the the happier your employees are, the more prosperous and enjoyable just the work experience is for everyone. And leadership uh, plays a central role in facilitating that. You know, being clear and honest with your team can really make the difference between your company or your objectives being a success or a failure. And, you know, it's it's always going to be that sort of disproportionate impact between leadership and uh, subordinates. But as a leader, you have to take on that responsibility. And the more you understand that and the more effort you put towards those things that we've all mentioned earlier, uh, the further you will go in and fostering a, a workplace that people really truly enjoy and, and want to, to stick with long term. Absolutely. And, you know, it will change the culture of the the job hopping. I, I would say that's more of a, I would say a younger person at this point. But I mean, I think that has been the culture in the last maybe 10 years. There used to be a culture many, many years ago before my time where they would get, you know, be employed at one company for their lifetime, which we know does not happen anymore. But it does definitely that's the word i'm looking for it, it contributes to wanting to stay with one company yeah it does um and uh, so many of those things are outside of of you know an organization's control certainly a leader's control um but it is incumbent upon leadership within organizations to do everything that they can to uh, you know combat that trend uh, you can't always say raise wages, which is probably the number one way employees want to feel appreciated if we're being candid, but you can do the other things. Um, you can uh, just create a, a, a place where people want to to work. Um, you can create an open and um, uh, honest environment. You can do the team building exercises. You can, um, you know, take time out from responsibilities to just get to know your employees and 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 connect with them on on some deeper level um while it, it it is true that the the sort of market that we're in is going to be skewed towards employees for the foreseeable future that is not to say that people don't want to sort of get in one place and uh sit down at least for a, a while um it may not be their entire career but you know, once it, it's it's like changing schools, once you get into a situation where you know the people and you, you're comfortable with your role, you really don't want to leave. Um, you, you're compelled to leave by outside forces, but um, you don't really want to leave. And, and managers and leadership can go a long way towards helping uh, sort of foster that sense that they can grow where they're at and they don't necessarily have to move on to another organization to to feel fulfilled and uh, have their long-term aspirations met. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Country Intelligence Report. Please be sure to like and subscribe. For more in-depth analysis, please visit us on Twitter at Country Intel, Instagram, Country Intel underscore report, or visit our website at www.countryintel.com.